This is episode 372 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, How to Put Together a Vehicle Survival Kit. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by my ebook, The Preparedness Community's Guide to a Microbiz and Increasing Your Finances. Hey, not too long ago, I realized that one of the reasons I was able to prepare the way that I had prepared was because I had a microbiz that brought in a little extra money. And so you can, too, have a little bit of extra money to pay down debt, to build your emergency fund, to buy you know, important preparedness need, you know, gear and food and all that type of stuff if you have a micro biz that you are willing to work at. And so when you purchase the ebook, you get the ebook and also access to the Prepper website forums where we talk about micro businesses and help each other out and answer questions and all that good stuff. And so if you'd like a little bit more information, you can click the link in the show notes or you can come on over to the Prepper website podcast.com. So let's go ahead and jump into our article. It comes to us from foodstoragemoms.com and the article is entitled How to Put Together a Vehicle Survival Kit. Guys, this is one of those articles that I think is very important because I think it's important to have a survival kit in your vehicle and uh, or a, a kit that you can depend on. It doesn't necessarily have to be a survival kit, but I think it's important to have some supplies in there. And so there's some things that can, you can have in your vehicle that would make life a lot easier. And so this article touches on the survival and preparedness aspects of it, but then also just good things to have in your vehicle. Now, there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of cars, a lot of vehicles out there on the road. There's, you know, you can drive down. I know in Houston, you can't go very far on the highways without seeing someone broken down on the side of the road and, uh, you know, all, all that crazy stuff. Now, in a big city, you do have wreckers and you can call AAA and you can call all that kind of stuff. Even when you do have like wreckers and AAA and stuff like that, it can still take a long time. I know I've had one experience with with calling AAA where even in Houston and we're talking about multiple hours to get to you and so you know that's not something that you want to definitely depend on and so those of you that live in rural settings those of you that you know are out traveling and you do a lot of traveling you do a lot of commuting it just makes sense to have a, a survival kit or a vehicle kit prepared inside of your vehicle uh, to help you in time of need, and that's what you know. That's why we pre- that's why we prepare, right? Uh, we prepare for those unforeseen times when you know things happen. So let's go ahead and, and dig right into this one, and uh, we're going to talk. There's going to be some lists here. There's also some links that you probably want to go to uh, a little bit later on and check out some other things that uh, Linda has. Um, you know, linked to in her in this article, uh, and she's linked to other articles on her website. So let's go ahead and jump into this one. Have you been thinking lately that maybe you need a vehicle survival kit? If a disaster hits the road you are traveling on, you may want a few of the items listed below in your car or truck. Everyone is different, but I hope this list gets you started. If you think of some ideas, I will add them to my list to help others. Let's help the world be prepared for that unforeseen emergency on the freeway, back roads, or highways. 
Dangerous road conditions can happen with little or no advance notice. There is something about being relaxed knowing I always have the stuff I may need in case of an emergency. I just barely changed out a few smaller bags and purchased this DeWalt toolkit. I decided I better put a red cross on the top of the middle container indicating this is my first aid kit. Plus, I didn't want someone to break a window thinking I had some awesome tools in the toolkit. This makes it so much easier so I can grab it if I'm on the road or at a picnic with family or friends. The bag on the left has items for my car and the bag on the far right has water, food, and snacks. I have water bottles tucked everywhere in my little Honda CRV. You can pack a lot more than you might think in a vehicle survival kit in a very small car. All right, so there is a picture. And so when she's talking about this DeWalt toolkit and she does have uh, a red you know, cross, I don't know if that's a sticker or just tape that she's put on there, uh, there for her first aid kit. Um, you know, she does link to the first aid kit here a little bit later on. But what I like is she has this broken up into different uh, bags. So she has the first aid kit in this big toolbox, which is really handy. And then she has other items, you know, here in this in one bag. And then she talked about the food and the water and the stuff like that in this other bag. And uh, I have mentioned that before in the past where having multiple bags where you can take out. So like if you take out the food and the water and she's going to discuss this in just a minute here. But being able to take out the food and the water and taking it with you wherever you go or, you know, if you are going into the office or things like that, that way it just doesn't stay in the car to to, to heat up. So I can't remember exactly where Linda is. Um, she does talk a little bit about how hot it gets uh, in her vehicle. And I can tell you it probably gets a lot hotter than where she's at in, in our vehicles down here in Houston. So that's one reason why I don't like to keep food and water and those types of things in my vehicle, especially during the summertime. I mean, we do have a little bit of time where it, it's not as crazy, but you know, definitely in the summertime, it is so hot. It's crazy. So uh, let's move forward. So the first thing is cash. Ones, fives, tens, and $20 bills. You may find a situation where the banks are closed or the ATMs don't work due to a power outage. Better safe than sorry or debit or credit cards may not work anywhere. All right, so you know the cash, definitely you can put it in a, in a kit, sometimes out of sight, out of mind. You might want to get into a habit of just carrying cash in your wallet and you just know that you're not using it unless it's an emergency. But if you, that's hard to do. I mean, I know it's hard to do for me because I'm always getting asked for money by people in my family. And so that's always it's somehow it's always, uh, you know, leaving my wallet to go to other people's wallets. But, uh, you know, so if you need to be able to do that in a kit and put some money in a kit and like out of sight, out of mind, that's a good idea. And having the small denominations, you know, ones, fives, tens and twenties will allow you to, you know, make change and, and uh, you know, not have to break big, big bills if that was the case. I wouldn't leave a lot of money in your kits, but I would have a little bit in there so that, you know, if, if there was an emergency, you could get into it. The next one is contact information. And I think this is a good one. I think this is one that a lot of people don't uh, think about. She says, if you are unconscious, having a paper with your important contact information would be great. I have this download that maybe will help you. Be sure and have pictures of you and your pets in case you were separated in a huge car pileup. 
So she does have a download that you can click on and uh, go check that out. And so it is a PDF that you know just has some you know basic information like email, home phone number, those types of things. So you might want to just keep that somewhere in your vehicle, maybe you know somewhere where people could find it if they were looking for it. Okay, then she gets into food and hydrating needs. So number one is water. I pack more water than anything else. My favorite water for the car is blue cans because they store up to 145 to 150 degrees. It lasts for 50 years. I love this. Store a case a month. I suggest packing at least four gallons per person per day. If you can only pack one gallon per person per day, then do it. Try and pack enough water for three days at the very minimum. So those blue cans that she's talking about are basically cans of water, aluminum cans, kind of like a soda, 12-ounce soda can. Um, it's, it's water. And so they are very uh, more expensive than, than you would want to pay. Uh, definitely a lot more expensive than uh, buying you know, plastic water bottles. Um, but you know it does say 50, sh- 50 years shelf life here. Store safely in the heat. Won't affect... Uh, taste and all that kind of stuff but just to give you an idea a 24 pack is 46.99 so that's a lot of money there but i guess if you are wanting to keep something in your vehicle that might be the way to go that's actually that's probably the only way that i would go is if to store water in my vehicle and to leave it there not to move it back and forth now again these come in cases like uh you know like uh aluminum cans and so that's something to consider as far as storage. I don't know if you could store as much as she's talking about in a, in a vehicle, but uh, you know you can have a case in there. That might be something, especially if you are somebody that is on the road a whole whole lot. Something to consider there. It might be worth it. Um, food and snacks. I put packages of freeze dried food that we can eat right out of the container. I do not put nuts of any kind because they will go rancid in the heat where I live. I also have cans of chili, ravioli, and beef stew. I can eat cold if needed. Rotate as needed. Okay, so this is where probably where I would differ a little bit because, again, like I said, I don't want to keep food and water inside of my vehicle. It just gets too darn hot down here in Houston. So what I would do here, if I was someone, um, you know, and I've, you know, I've said this before, I live very close to where I work. But if I was someone that was driving a, a greater distance, if this was something, you know, if I was a traveling salesman or, you know, my job had me on the road a whole lot more, I would have a bag of food and water that would go with me. And I would take that out when I, you know, whatever. So if I was out visiting customers, let's say, for instance, I, it w- of course, it would stay in there. But let's say I was out on the road and I was, uh, you know, going into you know, the hotel to stay. I would take that food and water bag with me, whereas everything else would probably stay in the vehicle. Um, if I was going into the office, my food and water would go with me into the office where everything else would stay in the vehicle. So I'm just trying to be clear there. And that way I would probably be uh, carrying some snacks, uh, some more snack foods, trail mixes, beef jerky, those types of things. Uh, she, you know, She's talking about freeze dried and even canned raviolis and things like that. 
Um, I don't know if I would leave those in the vehicle, but um, she's wanting, she's definitely wanting to do that. And so she feels a little bit more comfortable doing that. So you have to just, you know, kind of decide for yourself. But again, I would be taking uh, whatever bag that I had, a backpack or whatever with food and water, I would be taking that with me and not leaving it in the vehicle for long uh, periods of time. Okay, continuing on with the food, she has uh, tin foiled packets of tuna and chicken with crackers or just individual cracker packets. And then, uh, and so basically what happened was um, when you, when you scroll down into the comment section, a lot of people left ideas. And so she's adding these and thanking these people. Um, she continued on refried beans, soups, and canned meats, Daytrex bars and Daytrex water packets. The Daytrex water packets are like uh, Capri Suns, basically the same kind of packaging. Um, but, it's water. And so I wouldn't trust those as much as I would the blue cans. Of course, you're paying for the blue cans. Um, she has water purification tablets. I prefer these bottles, Ber- the Berkey Sports water bottles. Those are good uh, water bottles there. Then paper cups, paper towels, napkins, maybe a can opener. You can always use a can opener. Uh, pet needs will be water, food dishes, leashes, Cans of bag, cans or bags of food. If you have a copy of the pet's immunization in your kit, you'll be glad you have them. Update is needed. So you know it started getting you know people just you know continuing on to, to layer different things on here. But when it comes to um, you know your food and water, you really need to think about your needs. Like for instance, for me, like I said, I I work very very close to where I live, so I would not be putting any food or water in in a pack for me or leaving it in my vehicle for, you know, for whatever reason, because, you know, I'm just going to work and coming back. If I was traveling somewhere, that'd be a different story. I would, you know, take that into consideration. And we do, when we go somewhere long distances, we do change up what we do uh, and what we carry. So, uh, you know, there you go for the food and the hydrating needs of food and water, you know, important there. All right. So the first aid kit, Uh, Put together a first aid kit with as many of the things you use in your home as possible. Rotate as needed. Here is my first aid kit. So she has a link to her first aid kit or to an article. And and so you can kind of see all the things that she she puts in there. And this was... uh, this was a popular article uh, back in the day because it just had a couple of ideas of how to, uh, you know, set up your supplies and different things. Like one of them was a fish tackle box and uh, another toolkit and different things like that. So you can come and uh, check it out, see what she has here, and uh, get you, a, you know, get yourself a little bit more uh, information and ideas. Uh, there's a link here on the specific supplies that you might want to consider. Um, it's actually a PDF that you can download and maybe, you know, with check boxes and stuff like that. So uh, that's pretty cool that she has that. Uh, entertainment items. Well, I'm sorry, on the first aid kit, she also has N95 masks. So that might be something. So like this first aid kit might be something that you w- would want to leave in your vehicle. Now, the only thing, the different thing that I would do too as well is I would not leave it, you know, at the very beginning, she said, um, she mentioned uh, she didn't want people to look in the window and, and you know break into it and think that it's uh, it's tools. Um, I still would probably cover it up somehow, and maybe you could be creative. Maybe look you know look, maybe let it look junky or something along those lines. But uh, 
I would just be a little creative and cover it up so people wouldn't think that there was anything there of value at all. Even a big first aid kit, uh, people would probably break into and, and to get that. So uh, just that's my two cents there. But this is a, a first aid kit that's probably staying in the vehicle uh, and uh, you know is going to reside in there so you have it when you need it. All right, continuing on with entertainment items. Books, colored pencils, crayons, scissors, plain paper or coloring books, decks of cards and small board games that will fit nicely in a bag. If the car is parked on the highway for hours, please be prepared to entertain the little ones. Plus, who doesn't love a card or a board game? So you could go with that or not, depending on you know the kids. Uh, you just got to think about that one. Think that one through. All right, so here's like the vehicle survival kit or toolkit that she's talking about. So I really wanted to get into this one because this is probably something that you would want to keep. Um, it's something more along the lines like what I have in my vehicle. Um, if you have a vehicle with a with a big trunk, you can easily put all this stuff in a tote and, and, and cover it up. You might put it in a uh, in a tool bag or a tool kit and, and leave it in there. If you have a truck, if you have one that like the seat lifts up in the back, you have some compartments where you can put some things in there. Um, you know, so th- these these types of things are the the things that you want to put there and you want to have. So. Uh, the first one is flares, right? So, you know, if you ever uh, need to get somebody's attention or you need to, you know, protect the car so people will go around you, a fire extinguisher. Um, and so I, I don't have a fire extinguisher, uh, but you might want to carry one. Uh, battery jumper cables. So I definitely have jumper cables. I have probably used those more than anything uh, working in the schools all the time. You know, we would have parents whose car would break down or needed a jump or even uh, teachers who needed a jump. And I was always jumping their their car. Now, uh, now, and I have talked about this before, the, the battery packs that have the jumper cables. Um, recently, I did a review on the Audu batteries uh, starter or jump jump starter and um, works really well. And I actually have two of them that work really well. And uh, very surprising that um, these little boxes, these little batteries will jumpstart a vehicle and actually a truck. And uh, man, it just it just blows you away. So um, again, I don't carry my battery, the battery part of that inside of the vehicle. I don't leave it there because of the heat and the cold. But that is something that I carry in my bag. Now, the cables I leave in the vehicle. So I have both. I have the your old school jumper cables, and then I have the other pack that I just carry with me. And really, I use that battery to charge phones and all that other kind of stuff. An ice scraper, of course, I wouldn't need that here in the Houston area. A folding shovel, and it's not something that I would have either. But uh, definitely, those of you up north, those are something that I would yeah definitely recommend. A car jack, you should have one of those. Flashlights, batteries that you must rotate because of the heat or get a hand crank one. Solar is even better when choosing a good flashlight. If you have a bag that you're taking in and out with you, that's probably one thing where, you know, that's where you want to keep your batteries and your flashlights in that one. A multi-use tool, definitely always important. A toolkit. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I like to do is um, where I built toolkits or vehicle toolkits for all of the vehicles, you know, at Home Depot, they have uh, different times of the year, especially around Christmas time and maybe Father's Day, where they will do, uh, you know, tool sets 
for for cheap and then you know they're like the husky brand um you know the the home depot brand or whatever but uh, i bought a set of wrenches and a set of screwdrivers and then other things for every toolkit uh, for every vehicle to have a toolkit and let me tell you they've come in handy before so that's something that you you know you don't touch you know you just kind of you know put it together you're not putting your very very expensive tools in there you're looking for deals like i said don't go to the dollar store don't count on those but you know go to home depot buy something decent that uh, that's on sale put together a little toolkit that you might need to use and uh, you'll be surprised so uh, that toolkit there uh, fix a flat i that has saved my butt before i actually wrote an article on that one um i guess flares are in here twice waterproof matches now I think when you're talking about something like that, that's probably something that people are going to EDC or you're going to have in, in uh, you know, something like a, a, a kit, like a bob or, or you know, your bug out bag or you're going to have in, in something along those lines. I don't know if I would just have those in the vehicle. But again, those of you up north, if you ever get caught in the cold, you might want to have something like that. You might even ha- want to have uh, a tin can heater that you can heat uh, you know, heat up the vehicle. And we've talked about that before in the past on the podcast. Um, and that's where I was talking about where if you had um, the ability to have a tote, you can, you know, put a lot of stuff in there, something like that. Okay. So uh, tire plug set, I have one of those as well. Um, recommend those work gloves, work gloves. I always put those on when I'm like, uh, again, you know, just dealing with, uh, even jumping the the vehicles and and stuff like that um just you know so you don't get dirty or whatever changing a tire it's always smart to have those work gloves in there self-fusing silicone tape i recommend that as well if you need to your radiator hose bust and you can uh, go ahead and put some of that silicone tape on there to at least get you to uh, a place where you can get repairs um that is something that you should look into you can get that off of amazon a 12 volt air compressor that comes in handy as well, and I actually have one of these too. Uh, I have it in, you know, underneath the seat, and it's just there that, um, in case I need to put air in a tire, and I don't, you know, I'm somewhere far away that I can't uh, go to a gas station or something like that. Okay, the next one is a compass. Again, you know, you're getting into your EDC or your Bob's or whatever there uh, when you're talking about that. A battery jump box, and I'm not exactly sure what that means. That could possibly be one of those um, before the, the the smaller batteries, like I was talking about before. You had those that that uh, are you know they look like a, a little compressor or whatever, but uh, they have a battery and they have jumper cables connected to it. You charge it up, you know, on on the your home uh, wall unit or whatever. Um, they even have built in. Uh, air compressors, although they're not very good, they get overheated pretty quickly. Um, you can hook up like 12 volt items to it. So th- those types of things, you can get them like at, uh, of course, yeah, I mean, you can buy them off of Amazon and, and Walmart, but you can also get them at uh, Harbor Freight. They sell them uh, <laughs> as well. Um, she has sturdy hanging storage or organizing pockets can be found in tack and feed stores. Try Jeffers or Schneider's for good prices. These are designed for stall or wall mount, but can be easily modified to hang from doors or the back of seats inside vehicles. They are much better made than items from the houseware section. These are made for use around livestock and will stand up to rough usage. 
These can be found on sale for about $25. And, and she says, thank you, BDN. Okay, basically what she's talking about there are uh, where you can hang it on the back of a seat and you have a bunch of pouches. And so sometimes you see that for kids where they're they're putting things in there to keep their attention while they're on a long car trip. Or maybe you could use that for storage if you needed to, to have a, a storage place. But she is, you know, they sell those um, those things like when she said housewares or even with like women, you can buy, you know, women buy them and, and uh, they put their... I, I don't know, put jewelry and earrings or maybe even shoes. They have some that are big enough for shoes. And so basically she's saying, don't buy those. They'll, they'll rip up pretty quickly. Uh, buy the ones that are for, uh, for, uh, that you can get at the, at the tack and feed stores. And then, uh, number 20, the last one, it was ponchos, uh, first aid kits, flares, sturdy knife, um, paracord, those types of things. I have ponchos. I do have a rain jacket that I do keep, uh, actually, I have a poncho and I have a rain jacket. And my rain jacket, I kind of keep uh, on a uh, just on a hanger, just hanging up in in my back seat. And so, you know, when people ride with me, which is very rarely, and they ride in the back seat, they just take it down and uh, put it on the seat, uh, so it doesn't bother them. But many times when it's been raining and I don't have my umbrella, or I let you know somebody else borrow my umbrella, I can put that rain jacket on. I can grab it very quickly, or if I'm cold. Um, it, you know, it's, it's uh, it, it keeps me warm. Um, it was one of those great deals. Like you get it for three dollars, and and it has served me so well. And so uh, it's one thing that I keep there that you'll see right away, just in my back seat. All right. So shelter and clothing. Pack a tent or some kind of shelter to keep you warm or cool from the weather. Extra shoes, socks, clothing, and jackets. Hand warmers. Hats with a brim may keep you cool as well as warm. Gloves, umbrella, ponchos, backpack. And of course, small tent. Again, repeating that uh, for the shelter and clothing. And again, if you have the room, if you have a big, like my parents have a big vehicle and they have a big trunk, they can keep a lot of things back there and still have plenty of room for groceries and any other errands and things like that that they that they run. So they could have easily uh, a tote back there with a lot of things that would help in a survival situation. Um, she has personal hygiene, so toilet paper. Portable toilet, so I don't know about the portable toilet there. Uh, menstrual needs, hand sanitizers, baby wipes, disposable diapers, toothpaste, toothbrush, extra underwear, sunscreen, lotion, or cream. So again, uh, on those, you're really talking about your, um, you know, your your bug out bag or you know uh, some kind of kit that you carry with you in your vehicle that um, is, are going to contain these types of things. Um, maybe toilet paper. Like again, if you have a tote. You might want to put some toilet paper in there just in case there was an emergency and someone needed to go behind a bush, a bush or something like that. Uh, you know, you can you could have that there. As far as all the other things, um, maybe hand sanitizer. I actually do have hand sanitizer in the door of my vehicle, and so if I ever needed that, and baby wipes. I, you know, you can have those baby wipes uh, in in your bag. I, those are always helpful um, if you you know <laughs> stain your shirt, you get a little crazy during lunch. And you can go ahead and, and hit it with that. And they always do a good, a good job there. All right. So uh, in conclusion, it says, now, please remember, you don't have to go out and buy everything on the list. Purchase one item at a time, according to your budget. By the end of the, by the end of the year, just think what you would have in your car. Once you have your own vehicle survival kit complete, you can relax knowing you are prepared for the unexpected. You may not want to have all these items on short trips, 
to the store to visit friends or family, but versions of this kit should certainly go with you when on a trip in your car. May God bless you and your family. And so she does cover that at the end, right? So, you know, if you're just going to, the, you know, to the, uh, to the grocery store or whatever, you're not going to have these, all this stuff in here. But if you are going on bigger trips, definitely. Now, I wanted to go up to the vehicle kit. Just and There's two things that I want to add that she doesn't have here. So anytime someone has, get, because they know that, you know, I have the website and they know that I'm into preparedness or survival or whatever. So people will give me different items for Christmas or my birthday or whatever, because they think it's cool. And, and they think that they think, I think it's going to be cool. <laughs> they think I want it. It's so, like, you know, zombie stuff or whatever. But anyway, so I have like, uh, uh, I, I guess like a, a machete type, um, thing uh a sog that someone gave me a while back and so i did put I, like i don't have a need for that you know to keep that with me for whatever reason so i do have that in the vehicle um i do have a um <laughs> early on i bought something it was like a demolition tool and so i have used it as like it has a hammer it has a crowbar it has all i mean so it's like it, it, it's a nice little i guess you could use it as a weapon if you needed to um but uh, you know it's it's pretty big so i do have that in there as well and then the last thing i have a chain like a tow chain and uh, i was in harbor freight one time and i saw a tow chain for uh you know it wasn't too expensive i think it was like 1999 around there and i'm like you know what that might always or, or not always but that might come in helpful one day and so i did buy that and i do have that i have not needed to use that but i have been with my dad when he had to use his and so you know that's one reason why i did purchase that and because i do have a truck it's just you know, I have some big compartments underneath my seat. I just decided to put it there and uh, and to keep it there. Those might be some things you that you would add to your vehicle kit or to your truck kit or or whatever that you have. Some things that that maybe weren't here in this article. All right, guys. Well, again, that is over at Food Storage Moms. And if you have a vehicle vehicle kit and you have anything different. I would really like to, to hear what you have different as well. Um, you know, of course, the seasons are going to bring different needs. Uh, and, you know, so you're probably switching it out as you go. But um, there are there are definitely some things that you can keep in your vehicle at all times that would be useful. And, uh, you know, I'd, if I didn't cover some of the things that maybe you have, I'd love to hear about it. You can come on over to the Prepper Website podcast dot com and leave me a comment in episode 372 well everyone that is it for episode 372 thanks for hanging out with me and that's another week of podcast episodes in the books hey don't forget if you are looking for more preparedness information more preparedness articles we have a ton of it over at prepperwebsite.com we post 24 7 over there and so in the weekend during this weekend if you find yourself you know wanting some more come on over and check it out we have alternative news an an alternative news page we have a diy page uh, we have a firearms page uh, you know just dedicated to those things frugal living um, a lot of great stuff so if you haven't come over to prepper website come on over and check that out Uh, like i said we're updating uh, every single day Hey, and if you haven't subscribed for the show, maybe you're listening online or maybe you just kind of hit us 
today and uh, you're checking it out and you're like, hey, uh, I like the idea of being prepared and you want to subscribe, you can head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com and uh, we have a lot of ways that you can subscribe over there like in iTunes, Stitcher, any other podcast network out there. And if you do find value in our podcast, I would greatly appreciate a review on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, That means a whole lot to me and I, I do appreciate that. And don't forget to connect with me on Facebook. I'd love to see you over in the Facebook group, uh, also on Instagram and Twitter. And so with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next week, stay prepped and aware. Peace.